0: Hello, and welcome to Real World Nutrition. This is episode 69, Five Foods to Fuel Your Fitness. Hello, I'm Shelley Rayel, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist, and today I'm doing a second part in a mini-series on fueling fitness. As people start the new year, and even I see it throughout the year, people often neglect fueling properly to engage in exercise. So, in last week's episode, I talked about fueling fitness and how most people either don't do it correctly or don't do it at all or believe it requires supplements. So, in today's episode, I'm giving the top five things to do to help you ensure you properly fuel and recover from your fitness. Number one, water or fluid. Whether you're exercising for 30 minutes or three hours, make sure you drink an appropriate amount of water. Even in the cold and even when swimming, sweat and fluid or water loss occurs. So I tell people, one, have about 16 fluid ounces of water about two hours before a bout of hot exercise. And this can mean exercising outside in the summer or warm weather, or even doing a hot yoga class, or just a hot class, doesn't have to be yoga. And having that 16 ounces of fluid two hours before your bout of exercise helps cool the body and helps keep it cool during the exercise. It gives the body time to take in that fluid and cool the entire body. And it will also minimize dehydration and keep blood flowing well. When we are dehydrated, the blood becomes thicker and it's more challenging for it to flow well. And I encourage people to have water during their exercise, although if it's less than about 45 minutes or so, it's not always necessary, but it's still a good idea. But if you're going longer for 60 to 75 minutes of continuous activity, I also recommend considering a beverage with electrolytes including sodium and potassium because when we sweat even if you don't see it we're losing sodium and we're losing potassium number two a carbohydrate source carbohydrates convert to glucose which is fuel for all of your body's cells including the muscle and the brain so all the muscles and your brain need glucose in those cells. And make note, the heart is one very important muscle. So this fuel of glucose is essential during exercise. So this carbohydrate food, it can be a banana or any piece of fruit. It could be some fruit juice. It can also be a piece of toast or a small tortilla or even a bowl of cereal. And, of course, a granola bar or a couple of graham crackers will also work. Now, this recommendation is not carb loading, but it provides just enough fuel to get you through. And as mentioned in last week's episode, you may have enough fuel from last night's dinner if you exercise first thing in the morning. However, if you're exercising later in the day, late morning, lunch, afternoon, or evening make sure you get something to eat about an hour before your activity. And as I said again last week, some people need more time to be able to digest that properly, closer to 90 minutes or two hours. So consider what might work best for you. Maybe try an hour before and if it's eh, not quite right for you, go closer to an hour and a half or two hours. And some people often believe or are told straight out they should exercise in a fasted state to burn fat during their activity. This just isn't how things work in the body. We burn a mix of carbohydrate, those, that glucose and glycogen. We burn a mix of that and fat during a workout. And carbohydrates are needed to start the fat burning process or for us to be able to use fat as fuel. So ignoring carbohydrates can actually hinder our ability to burn fat efficiently. So think of this. It's trying to like light a fire without lighter fluid or without a match. Okay. We need that to get things going. So without carbohydrates to get something started, the fire or the fat won't burn as well. Number three, a protein source. Protein is usually better after exercise rather than before because protein is not a significant fuel source for muscles, but it does help with the repair of muscles after our training. Exercise is what helps build up muscle mass. Protein repairs those muscles. So a lot of people have this mistaken belief that protein alone is what helps build up muscle mass. And I say all the time, If protein helped build up muscle mass, I would never lift the weight again. So you need the combination of those two things. And there are nuances to eating. So when I say have the carbohydrates to fuel the muscles and the protein to repair the muscles, that doesn't mean you need to avoid protein beforehand and only have it afterwards. And it doesn't mean you need to have carbohydrates beforehand and avoid it afterwards. It's just consider more protein-focused meals or snacks beforehand, and then a mix of protein and carbohydrate foods following the exercise. Number four, coffee, maybe, maybe. When people choose a pre-workout supplement, these pre-workout supplements are a combination of stimulants, and that includes caffeine as well as other stimulants combined with it, and it gives people perceived energy or stimulation to work out. Unfortunately, supplements like that are potentially dangerous. So if you are a coffee drinker, consider having a cup of coffee or two or your usual morning routine before a workout and it might be helpful. And if you don't already drink coffee, really there's no need to start. If you have another favorite caffeine source, go ahead. It might help. However, Don't increase your usual amount that you consume. This is something where there is some benefit to it, some known benefit to it, but a lot of times it might just be placebo or your brain's just able to focus better on your exercise. And number five, vitamins and minerals. I would surely tell people to consider at least a multivitamin or mineral, right? Not necessarily. In most cases, getting various foods can get most of our necessary vitamins and minerals without having to add additional pills or supplements. But don't more active people need more vitamins and minerals? Not really. We base most vitamin and mineral recommendations on age, birth sex, and overall calorie needs. So age and sex are not affected by physical activity, so that wouldn't change the vitamin and mineral recommendation. And if general calorie needs go up and we're getting more calories from food, the vitamins and minerals will also naturally increase from the foods we're consuming. And what about all those supplements people recommend? Most of those supplements have little research to back up their use or benefit. This lack of research is because there's no human studies, no good human research, or if there is, it's not showing a benefit. And when there's human research, in a lot of cases, when I go to look up the original research, most of the subjects are well-trained, 20-something-year-old men. And those are not uncommon, is if you work at a university and do research and exercise, guess who most of the volunteers will be? So when people take time to dig a little bit deeper and investigate the details of the supplements they're considering, not testimonials, not reviews, not the recommendation of a salesperson, people may find there isn't much there to support their use and in some cases more risk in taking them. So fueling your fitness can still be done with mostly food and water and fluids that are available in your home or at your local grocery store, or even at a pinch at the convenience store or the gas station store. And as stated in last week's episode, it may take trial and error. So be patient and you may still have some workouts that aren't so great, but you're still on the road to figuring out what works for you. If you have an interest in learning more about how you can properly fuel your fitness, I encourage you to schedule an introductory call with me to see how you can work with me and how I can help you properly fuel your fitness so you feel better, have a more efficient workout, and can fuel yourself with food. And that's Real World Nutrition. You take care. Bye for now.